Hi, this is Robert Helms, and thanks for listening to the Real Estate Guys podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think. Thanks so much. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Every once in a while, we like to take a spotlight and put it on a particular market, and we got a great one to talk about today. If you think you can't find great cash flow in the U.S., well, we're going to show you exactly where to do that on our program. Stay with us. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio network. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Every week we talk real estate 12 years now. And uh, today we have a great topic for you on one of our favorite marketplaces. Before we get to that, let's uh, meet the guys. Our co-host, financial strategist, Russell Gray. Hey, Robert. Hey there. Also the man who has been investing in six different decades. We call him the godfather of real estate, Bob Helms. Anxious to learn more about Dallas. Yes, indeed. We also have with us, uh, coming back to the program, uh, a gentleman who is no stranger to uh, the marketplace we're talking about in real estate investing in general, Mr. David Campbell. Hey, David. It's a pleasure to be here with such great minds, Robert. Great minds together thinking about uh, good stuff when it comes to real estate. And, you know, today a lot of folks don't think real estate's such a great uh, deal, right? All kinds of news about how the uh, market is bad. We're starting to see a little bit of turn to that. We talked about that a, a few weeks. But, uh, you know, through it all, any type of climate in real estate, there's always a great place to invest. There's always opportunity. And I think those of us in the room here have been through the ups and downs. Uh, we've been through great markets. We've been through tough markets. But you always have to look for uh, the silver lining, if you will. And uh, so we thought we'd talk uh, today about one of the markets in particular that we like, and uh, that is beautiful Dallas, Texas. Now, I know we've all spent time in Dallas, been to Dallas. Uh, David, you started investing in Dallas when? Uh, over a year ago. Over a year ago. And what were uh, some of the things that uh, first attracted you, uh, attract you to the marketplace? My two biggest things I look for in a uh, place to buy real estate is, A, the numbers have to make sense. And so the just the cap rates are very, very excellent. And the second thing are the market drivers, which are job growth and population growth. Yeah, huge for sure. When we look at a market, you always have to look at what the underst- uh, underlying drivers are. And then are they sustainable? Are you able to, to keep up? You know, if you look at what happened in, in the U.S. Uh, in the last few years, the markets that went hog wild, crazy for all the reasons they did and appreciating you know, 20, 30, 40% a year, those markets have uh, have been hit the hardest. They have been. And so the thing that's interesting about the Dallas marketplace as I take a look at it, you know, during the big upswing, it wasn't super sexy, wasn't super exciting. In fact, I remember looking at a study at one time of all the markets that it appreciated. It was like number 50 out of 50 on this on this list. So it didn't get a lot of upside. But there's a flip side to that. It hasn't really suffered the substantial downside. And with you know, people now more interested in quality, more interested in safety, trying to be a little bit more conservative. Uh, it's a market that has a lot of intrigue because a lot of the downside, you'd have to argue, is out, and it really didn't have a lot of downside. And uh, with that type of job creation and just the business-friendly environment that Texas has, uh, you think that there probably has some good upside potential. So it's going to be very interesting to see as David uh, reports to us on all of the different things he's learned because uh, it's it's a place that I think has a lot of intrigue for investors who are looking for a safe a uh, safer place to put their real estate investment dollar. If you start at the big picture, Dallas is one of the top 10 cities in the U.S. according to size. In fact, uh, Texas is the only state that uh, that has uh, the, uh, a city, well, no, I guess not the only city that has multiple cities, but has three of the top 10 cities, uh, Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston in terms of uh, population. And so it's big. And because it's big, uh, it moves slower in a lot of regards, but it also has what I call lots of different stories. 
people like to invest in a market if there's some reason that there will be growth there, whether it's jobs or, or uh, influx of uh, uh, people wanting to spend time there through vacationing or resort or whatever it might be. Uh, but Dallas has lots of different stories. What are some of the stories in Dallas, Texas, David? Uh, my favorite is the natural resource extraction. Oil, natural gas, is they have so much reserves there that there's generations of, of jobs just built around natural resources. The other is location. When you look at a place to have a distribution center or a manufacturing center, you want to be as centrally located to North America as possible. And there's a lot of resources that come out of Mexico and are assembled in Dallas. And Dallas is a very vibrant manufacturing industry. And then those uh, resources, the manufactured goods, are distributed. And if you look at a map of America, the center point is is Dallas, Texas. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, uh, flying around a lot, uh, we're uh, often finding ourselves in uh, beautiful Dallas. Not not because we intended to go there, but because the plane stops there, right? Uh, obviously, that's American Airlines' uh, big hub. They have uh, not one but two very large uh, airports with a lot of uh, a lot of traffic, and uh, that's just one of the many things that uh, you look at uh, in, in the marketplace. Uh, but what, there's also a diversity of, of industry. It's not just any one industry. Although we we love to see big industries, uh, but there's a lot of a lot of industries in Texas as well. Absolutely, natural gas and oil are uh, big money makers, but they're actually a, a minority of the the jobs. There's a huge uh, health sector. Uh, Dallas is an enormous medical park that drives uh, lots of people come geographically. It's a center where people come to get their health care, uh, both from uh, domestically as well as internationally. Um, also, the entertainment and tourism industry is huge. There's a new billion-dollar Dallas Cowboys stadium, and the Dallas Cowboys are their own brand. You have to say just Cowboys, and the first thing people think of is, is Dallas, Texas. Yeah, big time. I uh, just spent some time at our family reunion, and one of my cousins is a, a longtime uh, Cowboys fan. And he's very excited about there being a new stadium there. Uh, but, but, you know, that creates a lot of jobs. It creates a, a lot of movement around the stadium. I mean, there's a lot that goes on uh, there. And, and I think that's one of those, uh, those cities where you have uh, rabid fans. I mean, it's a huge fan base. Yeah, and you see also the fans of the universities. Dallas is a huge education uh, complex, and if you just start thinking about uh, how many jobs and how much population is attracted to a university base, and it's really exciting why they go to Dallas. Well, and let's talk about jobs because one of the big things uh, in in Texas and, and especially in Dallas is the the number of jobs that has been created in in the last couple of years. There are tons of new jobs, and and yet as we were talking uh, before the show, there's also been a rise in unemployment. So you go, wait a minute, there's a rise in unemployment, and there are new jobs. Explain that. Dallas, I read recently that there are twenty thousand people per month arriving in Dallas and there's new job creation and everyone throughout the country who's looking for a job hears that there's a job available in Dallas so you better get there quick and they do and so there's actually a huge rise in population and there just happens to be more people arriving than new jobs created. You know, it feels very vibrant there. Uh, our television program, uh, which we don't mention too often on, on the radio, I guess it's conflicting sides of our media personality, but uh, is filmed in Addison, uh, Texas, uh, part of uh, greater Dallas. And so uh, Russ and I are able to spend a lot of time there, and, and uh, it is a vibrant place to be. It's a great place to go. I mean, the, the thing that's so nice about a place like Texas is you've got 
uh, or especially Dallas, you've got great infrastructure. You've got a huge airport. You've got great freeway system. You've got, as David mentioned, a great educational base. You have a great labor pool. If I'm a businessman, I can go there. The cost of living is relatively low. You don't have state income tax. Oh, stop there. No state income tax. That's uh, nothing to gloss over. No, it's huge. I mean, again, as a business person, if I'm going to go someplace and start a business, not just you know for the location, proximity to shipping ports you know that aren't too far away there on the uh, coast, and having that big airport hub, which probably every every major delivery carrier goes through, and probably rail lines and all kinds of freeways. I mean, whether you're manufacturing something or you're in the information business, you know, low cost of labor, a friendly business environment, great infrastructure. Uh, it just it just works all the way around. It's a very very exciting thing. The big wrap on it from us as real estate investors, were I mean, they got land for days, and so you're not going to see a huge uh, supply and demand imbalance necessarily. But if you're just looking for good, stable two, three, four percent a year growth over the long term, and you know these days you with three to one, four to one leverage, you can make that number work out where your internal rate of return on your investment can be you know fifteen, eighteen percent a year. That looks pretty darn good. Not as sexy as the days like when Las Vegas went up 50% in one year. And if you're in there at three to one leverage, you get 150% you know, on your money. But these days, if you can pull off a good steady 12, 13, 14, 15 and do it for the next 10, 20 years, that looks pretty darn good. Well, plus leverage in high appreciating areas is all about timing and that knife cuts both ways. Um, I think one of the interesting things about uh, the Dallas market is because of its size and conservative nature and the fact that there is land available, uh, they don't get caught in the hype of you know the market exploding. I mean, right now you've got a situation where there are jobs and people coming in uh, to fill those jobs. More people, in fact, as we just talked about, than there are probably jobs for. That creates another need for housing. So whether you're a real estate investor looking to acquire a single family house or uh, you know four unit or multiple apartment complexes, there's opportunity. But also there are areas, just like in, in every large market, there's areas uh, to key in on and areas to avoid. And that's where you know you can't just say, well, Dallas is a good market to invest in. Well, compared to what? And, and depending on what you're investing for. When you look at a market uh, like Dallas, there's lots of uh, sustainable drivers that are going to dictate kind of sub areas to be in. But also it depends on your personal investment philosophy. And, uh, you know, David, uh, you were uh, the author of a report that we've uh, been promoting on our website that has uh, has been quite well received, the uh, hassle-free cash flow investing report. If you haven't had a chance to read that, you'll get an uh, invitation uh, to get a copy uh, before we're done. But uh, the premise uh, of that, was was really uh, uh, you know creating a, a cash flow uh, proper uh, you know property that's going to uh, slow and steady wins wins the race kind of mentality and Dallas seems like a great market to do that in absolutely the stability of, of Dallas is I think one of the best drivers when you you look at the volatility of California and Vegas the knife does cut both ways when you look at Dallas you know uh, Dallas was not immune from the recession but if you ask anyone in, in Dallas you go to the nightclubs you go to the restaurants you look at the theaters and they're packed. You go midnight, you're going to have to get on a, a waiting list to uh, get into a restaurant in downtown Dallas because their slowdown was their inventory went from two months of inventory on market to three months. And you looked at so prices dropping maybe 5%. But a lot of sub-markets within Dallas actually saw appreciation in the last two years. 
Yeah, and and that's you know an interesting phenomenon in a country that doesn't see much uh, appreciation. We're starting to see a lot of the indicators turn turn the corner, and, and I think Dallas, in a lot of ways, turned turned the corner earlier than than some markets. Uh, and so that's a thing to watch long term, right? When you think long term as, as a real estate investor, uh, what are some of the drivers there when it comes to to Dallas? When you look at that marketplace, you think, well, boy, even ten years from now, this would be a good market. Uh, affordability right now is is really key. That there is a lot of discretionary income of the, from the people that live there, and that is going to continue to, uh, to, to fund their economy. But Dallas is really smart about laying in very strong infrastructure, that their freeways were built you know, wide and very, very upgraded. If you go, to, go there, they spend a tremendous amount in their transportation in, uh, infrastructure, both in rail and in uh, road, um, and also looking at just quality of life. People spend a very small percentage of their income uh, on housing relative to other parts of the country, and that means they have more money available for everything else. Absolutely. All right, we're going to talk more about that when we come back because that is a big driver when it comes to the marketplace. We're also going to meet a uh, Dallas developer that has years and years of experience and probably uh, a much different perspective uh, than us long-distance investors when it comes to Dallas, Texas. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hi, this is Robert Helms. I like to say live where you want to live, but invest where the numbers make sense. For many of you, investing in gold may be numbers that make a lot of sense. I like gold because it's not only another commodity. In fact, it's the currency that has evolved in the marketplace for the past 5,000 years. If you want to learn more about investing in gold, I'd recommend The Gold Show with Jonathan Rose. It's an insightful look into adding gold into your portfolio. Just go to iTunes and search for The Gold Show with Jonathan Rose or find the podcast on their webpage at safeasgold.com. Hi, this is Kendra Todd, winner of The Apprentice, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Local real estate market a little slow? If there's no appreciation, there's no equity. No worries. There are lots of markets and many are booming. G'day, mate. This is Luke Chadwick, the deal hunter with Global Property Network. I spend most of my time traveling all over the U.S. and the world hunting down hot markets, great properties, and expert agents. Give us a ring at 1-877-411-4GPN and we'll connect you to great agents in great markets with great deals. That's 1-877-411-4476. Well, mate, got to go. To learn more, go to globalpropertynetwork.com or call us at 1-877-411-4GPN. Don't be shy. Do it now. Hey, John, what are you doing this weekend? Well, with all the great real estate investment opportunities these days, I thought I would sit down and, uh, you know, crunch the numbers. Calculating the cap rate, operating income, cash flow, <laughs> you know the drill. What? You still do that by hand? You mean you don't have a system? Uh, what are you talking about? One word, Trevo. T-R-E-I-V-O. Trevo? Uh, what's that? Trevo, the real estate investor's virtual office. It's a great website that will tell you in seconds the property's cash flow, cap rate, operating income, and more. Trevo allows you to easily compare financing options and see how they impact your bottom line. Trevo allows you to store all of this data, plus documents, pictures, contacts, reminders, and more. Your system, Trevo, does all that? That's not all. Trevo makes it easy to track your ongoing income and expenses, 
With Trivo, you always know how each property is performing. And the website creation tool in Trivo makes it easy to advertise your properties for sale or lease. Trivo. Sounds perfect, but uh, I'm on a budget. Don't sweat it. Trivo comes with a free 30-day trial. But register a promotional code Real Estate Guys, and your 30-day trial turns into a 60-day trial. After the trial period, get this, Trevo is only $9 a month. Just go online to TREIVO.com. Trevo.com. RadicalRecessionRemedy.com interrupts the Real Estate Guys programming to have a moment of silence in memory of our great economy. It's a new day, and we need to come up with a new strategy for our finances. www.radicalrecessionremedy.com is that strategy. Do you never want to worry about negative cash flow again? Would you like a down payment cash machine? Get the free report at www.radicalrecessionremedy.com. That's www.radicalrecessionremedy.com. When you're ready to do your part in strengthening the economy. That's www.radicalrecessionremedy.com. We now return you to your regular programming of The Real Estate Guys. There are a lot of what-ifs when it comes to investing. What if the stock market takes an unexpected dive? What if there's some government action that blows your investment? What if the company that you invest is the next Enron? These are some of the common ones. But I have another what-if scenario for you. What if you could invest in a market that Forbes rated as one of the top three investment opportunities in the U.S.? What if the investment gave you a significant tax advantage? What if CNN Money says this is a low-risk, high-yield opportunity that shouldn't be overlooked? And what if, instead of just thinking about this, you actually took action? Take a few minutes and learn more. Go online to GoZoneAdvisor.com and get the free report from the IRS that explains this opportunity. Time for this opportunity is almost out. Isn't it worth taking a look? That's GoZoneAdvisor.com or call toll-free 800-970-0523. That's 800-970-0523. It's GoZoneAdvisor.com or 800-970-0523. Need help with your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at realestateguysradio.com. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Heard every week on this fine radio station and all the time at realestateguysradio.com. You can listen to uh, the current show or a past show right on our site. Or best thing to do, go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. Every week we'll come to you wherever you may be uh, in the beautiful world, even a place like Dallas, Texas. The market we're talking about today with us, uh, David Campbell, who has been uh, back uh, on our show, been on our show several times, uh, but uh, wrote a uh, report on uh, hassle-free cash flow investing and uh, really goes through uh, lots of things in, in that report about the, the things you look for. And many of those things fit very well in this market of Dallas, Texas uh, we're talking about. And we think that uh, it's uh, certainly a market for consideration, right? The, the job uh, on the real estate guys isn't to tell you what to do. It's just to give you information. And we think uh, there's a lot of reasons, as we've been discussing, that uh, Texas makes sense and uh, particularly Dallas. So tell us about how you got uh, a track to Dallas, David, and 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 uh, and started the research necessary to pull the trigger and go. Boy, this is a place I'm going to devote uh, time and resources to. Yeah, I've been a, an investor and a developer for over a decade in California, 
And as Russ always says, live where you want to live and invest where the numbers no, make no, sense. That's Robert. He says that quoting me, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me in trouble. I and, like this job. And then uh, looking at the market changing two years ago, I realized I needed to refocus my investments and refocus my development projects entirely on cash flow because the equity market was going to have years and years of correction. And so I looked at scoured the whole country and actually the whole globe. I didn't exclude any market that uh, – uh, and then I – Really focused in on Dallas because the numbers made sense. I considered Houston. I considered Austin, which are beautiful, beautiful places to be, and their economies are also vibrant. But the thing that was the linchpin in making pick Dallas was really the cap rates, that the rents in those cities were very, very similar, but the cost of housing in Dallas is less, and it generates the same amount of income. All right. Well, there you go. A uh, an outsider's view of Dallas, right? You uh, live outside of Dallas and decided to go in. Let's uh, let's get an insider's view and uh, introduce our guest to you. Uh, Hal Thorne is a uh, resident of Dallas, Texas, an attorney in Dallas, and uh, a developer with lots of years in the real estate business. Uh, let's welcome Hal to the program. Hey, Hal. Thank you. I'm, I'm here. I've been listening. A great program. Hey, it sounds like you're from Texas. How long you been in Dallas? Well, a long time, since 1950. Wow. So you've seen uh, some amazing changes. Uh, tell us about uh, your perspective of the Dallas, uh, the Dallas market. Well, it's the, um, the, the market is uh, the, the Dallas real estate market, uh, in, in my opinion and estimation, the, the time is now for real estate investors. Uh, the, um, uh, all of the factors that you guys have already mentioned, the economic engine of the DFW airport is unbelievable. It's one of the large. It's it's. I think it is the largest airport in the world. It's one of the top five busiest airports in the world. The, not only the the Fortune 500 uh, companies that are located in this area, the the numbers are just astronomical compared to. If you Dallas, Dallas, uh, Fort Worth here compares to New York and in LA and in leading the nation in the number of Fortune 500 companies such as Exxon Mobil, J.C. Penney's, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we have world-class thoroughbred horse racing. Um, I mean, the arts, as you guys have touched on, everything. I mean, every every opportunity is here. Major League Baseball, uh, America's team, uh, Dallas Cowboys, and football and uh, hockey, soccer. There's such a tremendous diversity in, in all of the sports and athletics. Uh, the school systems here are are excellent. Uh, the, the university, the state universities, and the private universities, and it's just uh, it's just a wonderful place to live. Uh, David mentioned the the freeway systems. Uh, the numbers are just astronomical. The billions of dollars that the, that the um, Texas Department of Transportation has spent uh, in our area here, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, on inter- infrastructure and and uh, thoroughfares and roadways—it's it's just uh, it's almost mind-boggling uh, uh, to, um, to to hear it all. And it, it's wonderful to hear to hear from you guys on your show. Uh, as outsiders, what what you're seeing and, and, and what you what you're hearing, and it's all true. Uh, as far as my opinion of the market, I, the, the the rentals, uh, as, as David indicated, it's cash flow. I'm I'm not really a cash flow number. That's that's you guys' business. But the uh, fair market rental rates are are still high here. The the opportunity, the reason I, I mentioned the opportunity, in my opinion, is now for real estate investors is because the costs are, are still relatively low. 
as, as the market turns and the demand and the requirement for, for bricks and mortar and supplies and materials, as, as the market turns in other areas of the, of the country, the cost of these products and goods and services is going to rise, and obviously the cost of, of uh, investing in real estate uh, will, will increase also. But, but the opportunity is here now, guys. Now, how you've uh, been obviously involved in uh, real estate uh, development, tell us about how you got started in that and when that was. Well, and I don't remember the, the, the exact year, but when I was a junior in college, well, I guess I do remember, uh, back in the um, 60s, the late 60s, uh, I went to work uh, one summer for a, a real estate broker here in the Dallas-Fort Worth and Mid-Cities area, and uh, the, back in those days, the real estate brokers and agents were all housewives who were just doing part-time work. Uh, quickly realized and saw the opportunity and in fact that summer while I was in college uh, figured out how to buy a couple of, of houses rental properties myself and and uh, put the renters in there the, to uh, pay the mortgage payment and, and thus started uh, about a 40-year career for me here in, in the real estate business uh, I've done um Big developments, small developments, lot developments, built houses, built duplexes, apartments. I've built seven apartment affordable housing apartment projects here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and, and uh, the occupancies, and, and they're still on them, and the occupancies are great. There's just so much pent-up demand for, for rental property here. Uh, there's just seems like there's, there's no end to good quality development, and that's all we do is good quality development. Well, and it makes sense that if you're in a market where the population is increasing, there you're going to need to meet those needs. What are you seeing in terms of uh, the developers that yourself and, and others around town? Is there an increase in uh, new, ho- new housing starts or projects that are planned, or, or, or what's on the drawing board? Well, the the uh, the national credit uh, guys uh, uh, have uh, have uh, disappeared, but they're coming back. Uh, the inventory, the lot inventories, are are going down. And the uh, the pent up uh, housing uh, units uh, numbers are going down too. The the demand uh, I, I don't see any any uh, any overnight turn in the market to back to the to the heat uh, that we had before, where every national credit builder was here and they were building homes of I don't know just unbelievable uh, starts every day. Um, uh, the numbers of starts every day, but uh, Dr. Horton and you know, on all the big national credit guys, they're still in this market. They're still building homes. Toll Brothers is still building homes. Uh, they're all still here, and, and the market here is good. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's, it's strong, but the market here is good. Well, and we're seeing, you know, across the board that uh, that builder confidence is starting to edge up, and we're seeing some increase in that housing numbers. Uh, but let's talk about the financing side, right? Uh, one of the interesting things we've all experienced in the last couple of years is uh, this drastic change in in the world of uh, of, of lending. Are, are you are you seeing lenders still confident to lend when it comes to uh, the the projects in in Texas? Well, as far as you're referring to investment property. Yeah, investment property or even, uh, you know, single-family homeowners. I know you've built uh, houses, and, and are lenders uh, interested in loaning on those assets? We we had a lull. There was a lull when, when um, during the credit crunch and the crisis and the reception, recession when it first started. There was a lull, but 
the uh, credit markets in this area, uh, it's, it's changed. There, there's loans available. The banks here are loaning money. Uh, all of the big national banks, of course, are here. There's, there's local credit unions that will loan, that loan money for, for uh, single-family, owner-occupied, and for investment uh, properties. So there's, there's plenty of funding and lending sources here, provided that your borrowers are uh, credit-worthy and, and that the property uh, will appraise for the, uh, the appropriate value. Uh, the, the opportunity is here, and it's here now. John, I would think that in a market that is a more stable market, where you don't see the big shifts in prices and so forth, that uh, appraisals are probably uh, uh, less volatile than they are in some of the you know, markets like Florida and, and Arizona. I haven't seen any in the the, the, the price market that, that um, we, we basically uh, build in the starter home price market, 120 to 150 thousand dollar homes. You get a whole house, price, you get a whole house for that. Oh yes, yes. Wow. And uh, three and four bedroom homes with two baths and one and one and or two car garages. Our prices have not fluctuated at all. I'm, I have a townhome project, and in fact, the townhome project that we have, we, we sell units for an average of 180000 And in the last two years, we've gone up uh, 6.5%, 7%. So we've, uh, we have not experienced any, any of the drastic uh, reduction in price, or the, it just, just hadn't been here. We're talking with Hal Thorne. He's a real estate developer, longtime investor and attorney in Dallas, Texas. And today on the show, Spotlight on uh, the interesting market of Dallas, Texas, and where there might be opportunity. When we come back, we'll play real estate trivia, give you a chance to win a prize. And our trivia question has something to do with Dallas. So uh, there you go, with Texas anyway. Stay with us. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hi, this is Garrett Sutton, Rich Dad's advisor. Remember, equity happens, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. There are a lot of what-ifs when it comes to investing. What if the stock market takes an unexpected dive? What if there's some government action that blows your investment? What if the company that you invest is the next Enron? These are some of the common ones, but I have another what-if scenario for you. What if you could invest in a market that Forbes rated as one of the top three investment opportunities in the U.S.? What if the investment gave you a significant tax advantage? What if CNN Money says this is a low-risk, high-yield opportunity that shouldn't be overlooked? And what if, instead of just thinking about this, you actually took action? Take a few minutes and learn more. Go online to GoZoneAdvisor.com and get the free report from the IRS that explains this opportunity. Time for this opportunity is almost out. Isn't it worth taking a look? That's GoZoneAdvisor.com or call toll-free 800-970-0523. That's 800-970-0523. It's GoZoneAdvisor.com or 800-970-0523. Are you struggling to keep up with your mortgage payments? Whether it's your home, vacation, or investment property, there are loan workout options available. To help you sort through all the noise in the marketplace, The Real Estate Guys has written a free 18-page report called What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. In the special report, you'll discover the single most important thing the lender looks for before agreeing to modify your loan. Plus, you'll be able to weigh the pros and cons of hiring a professional versus doing it yourself, and much, much more. All you need to do to get your copy is email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. It's free, it's confidential, and it's yours when you send your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. 
Hope is not a strategy. Start your own economic bailout plan today. Get the Real Estate Guy's free report, What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. Email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. Are you ready to profit in paradise? Hi, it's Robert Helms, and if you think real estate investing means tenants, toilets, and termites, think again. Located just a short plane ride from the U.S., a virtually untouched paradise awaits, the beautiful country of Belize. With its jungle rainforests, pristine beaches, and 81-degree turquoise water, Belize is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Plus, it's considered one of the top seven tax havens in the world. And while U.S. real estate continues to drop, Belize property is on the rise, and many experts think the best is yet to come. Sound intriguing? Then join us for a free informative webinar called Discover Enchanting Belize. When you watch the webinar, you'll discover the many reasons we love Belize, like tremendously undervalued beachfront land, super low taxes, ease of doing business, and so much more. To access the webinar, simply send an email to belizewebinar at realestateguysradio.com. That's belizewebinar at realestateguysradio.com. Discover Enchanting Belize. Chadwick. Look, Chadwick. Real estate, like diamonds, are forever. So when it comes to real estate, never say never again. I travel the world for Global Property Network, spying out hot markets, experienced agents, and great deals. So if the world is not enough and you're looking for investment or vacation real estate anywhere in America or around the globe, call Global Property Network. I've got a gold finger for connecting you to great properties. You only live twice, so to grow your income for the second part of your life, you can live and let die, or you can go for it, like the living daylights. GPN is here to help. From Russia with love, this is Luke Chadwick for Global Property Network. Give Luke and his team at Global Property Network a license to kill and find you income-producing property. Tomorrow never dies, so you need Luke to find properties and deals for your eyes only. Call Luke and GPN today, 877-411-4GPN. That's 877-411-4GPN. Or on the sponsors page at realestateguysradio.com. Need help with your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at realestateguysradio.com. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guys Radio program. Thanks for uh, tuning into the show. We're talking about Dallas, Texas this week. It's uh, a big thing to talk about. And uh, every week on the show, uh, we play a game called Real Estate Trivia. It's your chance to win a prize by knowing today's trivia question and has something to do with Texas today. And you'll uh, win a copy of Equity Happens, Building Lifelong Wealth with Real Estate, our book on Real Estate Investing. In fact, it's not just a copy. It's an autographed copy. That can be yours if uh, you know today's uh, trivia question. So here's what you do. When you hear the question and think you know the answer, email it to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. That's trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name and mailing address so that if you win the book, we can send it to you. And uh, not only will the first person uh, who gets the answer correct win, because that's how it works, first person wins, uh, but we also take all the correct guesses, put them into the hat, and have a drawing for a second copy of the book, because not everyone listens live on the radio. Some of you are listening uh, via podcast. Some of you are listening uh, on our site. However you listen to the Real Estate Guys, you still have a chance to win as long as you enter the contacts before next week's show. So uh, let's talk about last week's trivia question. We asked, where was the first suspension bridge in the United States located? And in fact, it was located in Texas. Uh, The Waco Bridge in Waco, Texas was built in 1870. In fact, it's still in use today as a pedestrian crossing. Uh, But uh, it was the first suspension bridge. That that was last week's uh, question. Here is this week's question. Texas is the only state to have the flags of six different nations fly over it. At one point, Texas has been 
controlled by different uh, different nations. So here's the question: Which six? Which six nations' flags have flown over Texas? Once you know that, or I want to make a guess, you can email to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Trivia at realestateguysradio.com, and you can win an autographed copy of Equity Happens. We're talking about Dallas, Texas. It's uh, such an interesting market, and uh, for lots and lots of reasons. You know, when we look at the way that real estate goes up in value, um, there's there's two things that, that do that. There's the land. And there's the improvements on the land, right? You have the land, and, and land goes up uh, based on demand and a whole host of, uh, of factors. And then the improvements thereon uh, also uh, go up. And, and the one thing that has driven prices for the most part is the land, right? Because right? costs are what they are. But an interesting phenomenon uh, took place in the last few years when we saw construction prices go up, when the cost of uh, construction went up uh, and labor w- went up and also all the materials went up, that, that a funny thing happened. All of a sudden, in a place like Texas, where there hadn't been you know a lot of uh, appreciation because there was plenty of land, now all of a sudden prices started to edge up a little bit. And it was because to build a new house today, you saw that it cost more money in terms of absolute uh, uh, Dollars in cost. Absolutely. Robert, we're competing for raw materials on a global basis. And so even though development may have slowed in America, you look at uh, Asia and China in particular, uh, demanding a big for concrete and for uh, steel. And the, those resources are being re-diverted, and that drives the, the cost of construction in America up. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, of course, in a, in a um, um, any market where we see vibrance in terms of uh, you know building, when there are new projects coming in, whether it's uh, commercial projects or, or residential projects, uh, we're always concerned about what the pipeline of the supplies may be. Now, how uh, as you are looking at uh, the landscape there in Dallas, uh, tell us about the availability of uh, raw materials and of, of of labor to get the the houses and the apartments and things built. The um, the, the there is no problem here in in the in, the, in this area in the Dallas area there there their supplies and materials are readily available uh, in fact we're we are um, there there's um, well there's no problem and in, in fact with labor there's a, a lot of extra labor here now it, it's it's starting to dry up a little bit but uh, there's a there's a huge supply of, of laborers Common laborers, skilled laborers, bricklayers, uh, framers, trimmers, cabinet uh, guys, countertop guys, roofers. There's just um, there's there's no supply problem here of, of labor or material, none whatsoever. Now, in the past past years, we've experienced that, where the for instance shingles, the cost of shingles one year went up twenty percent when. Uh, but it, it is like David says, it's supply and demand. When the when there's plenty of supply and the, uh, there's a tremendous demand where it runs cost up. In, in our area, and at this particular time, we have we have not experienced any problems. In fact, just the opposite of having a problem, we've got an abundance right now. Well, I would also imagine that uh, Dallas is a place you can build year-round, isn't it? Oh, the weather here is just it's, it's perfect year-round. Our winters are mild. We've just had a real mild summer. Uh, the the um, weather, the climate, uh, the rainfall, there's... It's a, it's a year-round climate. You know, I heard a, a developer uh, talking ab- about Texas, and this is just a- a- anecdotal, uh, but one of the things that uh, that he was talking about was that a lot of folks, everything else being equal, especially in Texas residents, really preferred single-family houses because, you know, they wanted to own the land underneath their house as opposed to, say, a condominium uh, interest. Do you find that to be true in Dallas? 
Yes, I do. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, people in in Dallas or the customers or the users or the the um, families in Dallas, uh, a big part of uh, of their life is owning a home, and and the homes are, are affordable here, and land is affordable here, and there's just um, I, I do find that people would rather live and have their own house rather than live in a a multifamily project or in a condominiumized project where they're on the 20th store and floor, the 20th floor and don't own anything other than a piece of air. Well, and as a real estate developer, you know, the fact that uh, you can decide what to build based on demand, single-family houses are, are great for that. But, of course, not everyone can afford a home or can qualify for a loan, which is why as real estate investors, we're interested in a market where there's opportunity for us to play, come in and purchase a home and still have a good tenant base. So, you know, you've been in the market, obviously, a, a long time. Um, tell us about the rental market uh, in Dallas, Texas. Well, there's the rental market, there's, there's not enough rental units. There's... There's a lot of um, older rental uh, product uh, product and units uh, in the market. When you build a, uh, primarily we we do we don't do rehab. We do primarily new construction. When you build a, a new product and a new affordable house, the you've got many many customers or many many families want to live there as far as a, for rental. They'll move out of the older dilapidated properties and they'll move into the new property. Uh, the um, with the uh, affordability of prices and development cost, we can they can they can live in one of our houses and and uh, for almost the same price that they were living in an older property. So the um, the market is strong here. The rental market is real strong with the new jobs, new new families coming into the area every week, every month. Uh, there's just not enough rental quality rental products here in this market. Now, Hal, I know that, uh, you know, when you look at states that have no uh, state income tax, like Texas, that's certainly an attraction for employers uh, and even for residents. But one of the ways that uh, Texas has made up for that is uh, through higher property taxes than, than some areas. But I know this has been changing, too. Can you speak to the property tax uh, uh, issue when it comes to, to properties in Dallas? Well, properties in Dallas and in the state of Texas, and primarily and also in Dallas, the the appraisal district, the, the city has not raised taxes, and the county hasn't raised taxes, and the school district hadn't raised taxes this year, even in the face of the budget shortfalls that, that, that all of those entities have experienced. The, your your ad valorem or property taxes here run approximately 26 to 2.8% of the market value or the assessed value of the, of the house. For instance, on a $100,000 house, you're your property taxes will be approximately uh, $26, $27, $2,800 on a, on a $100,000 unit. And that's paid annually, and it's due uh, by January 31st of the, the, the following year, the year after the tax, uh, uh, the tax year. Okay, and so there might be a higher uh, tax rate than uh, folks in, in a lot of other areas, but what you also have, of course, is uh, this demand uh, for, for rental housing, the fact that the numbers just work real well. I mean, you know, obviously, our, our show, being based in California, you start talking about $150,000 purchase price. It doesn't get you much uh, here in, in California, but uh, it's amazing uh, how much, how far the dollar goes in housing, whether you're talking about rental or, or purchasing in a place like Dallas. Yes, yes, I, I, I agree. $150,000 will get you a really nice house here. Uh, $125,000, $130,000, you can get a, a suitable investment property that will last the 40, 50 years. The, uh, the construction here, the, the, the subsurface, the soils, everything here is just, 
None of that. We, we have none of the problems that you experience in California. The the rental again with the rental rates the way they are, you, the opportunity is is now. The, the prices are. Uh, we, the fear is that inflation will set in here in the next uh, two or three, four years, and once that happens, the, the value and the will go up, and of course the cost will go up too. Yep, there, there you go. All right, Hal. Well, we sure, uh, we sure appreciate your time on the show today, and uh, we're going to tell the listeners how they're going to actually get a chance to meet you uh, and uh, and come come with us to Dallas on our field trip coming up. So uh, we appreciate your time today. Wonderful. Thank you so much for letting me have the opportunity to join you. There you go. Hal Thorne, who is a real estate uh, developer and an attorney in Dallas, Texas, also going to be one of our featured guests when the real estate guys invade Texas. Yeah, we're going on a field trip uh, in October. We want to have you come with us. Uh, Stay with us. We're going to talk more about uh, the Dallas uh, market and do the math. When we come back, you're tuned to the Real Estate Guys Radio Network. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Equity happens. Is it happening to you? Learn more at realestateguysradio.com. Oh, yeah, I'll take one. Hey, hey, Russ, wake up. We have a show to do. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just having the most awesome dream. I found low-cost rental properties that cash flow in a market that's actually creating jobs and whose prices didn't fall through the floor during this great recession. Wow, that is awesome. But, you know, you don't have to dream to find a market like that. We're going on a field trip there in just a few weeks. Really? Where are we going? To Dallas, Texas. It's a huge market with great infrastructure and lots of people. Prices are low and rents are strong. And with today's low interest rates, properties cash flow great. And did you know Texas created 80% of all jobs in the U.S. last year? It's also the number one rated state for doing business. That's amazing. When do we go? October 16th, 17th, and 18th. We'll tour different submarkets, meet local experts, including developers, agents, and property managers. That sounds great. Well, then hurry up and register because space on field trips is always limited. Go to realestateguysradio.com and click on field trips or call 888-GUYS-RADIO for more information. That's 888-GUYS-RADIO or field trips at realestateguysradio.com. Are you ready to profit in paradise? Hi, it's Robert Helms, and if you think real estate investing means tenants, toilets, and termites, think again. Located just a short plane ride from the U.S., a virtually untouched paradise awaits, the beautiful country of Belize. With its jungle rainforests, pristine beaches, and 81-degree turquoise water, Belize is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Plus, it's considered one of the top seven tax havens in the world. And why U.S. real estate continues to drop, Belize property is on the rise, and many experts think the best is yet to come. Sound intriguing? Then join us for a free informative webinar called Discover Enchanting Belize. When you watch the webinar, you'll discover the many reasons we love Belize, like tremendously undervalued beachfront land, super low taxes, ease of doing business, and so much more. To access the webinar, simply send an email to BelizeWebinar at RealEstateGuysRadio.com. That's BelizeWebinar at RealEstateGuysRadio.com. Discover Enchanting Belize. Hey, John, what are you doing this weekend? Well, with all the great real estate investment opportunities these days, I thought I would sit down and, uh, you know, crunch the numbers. Calculating the cap rate, operating income, cash flow, <laughs> you know the drill. What? You still do that by hand? You mean you don't have a system? Uh, what are you talking about? One word. Trevo. T-R-E-I-V-O. Trevo? Uh, what's that? Trevo. The Real Estate Investor's Virtual Office. It's a great website that will tell you in seconds the property's cash flow, cap rate, operating income, and more. Trevo allows you to easily 
easily compare financing options and see how they impact your bottom line. Trevo allows you to store all of this data, plus documents, pictures, contacts, reminders, and more. Your system, Trevo, does all that? That's not all. Trevo makes it easy to track your ongoing income and expenses. With Trevo, you will always know how each property is performing. And the website creation tool in Trevo makes it easy to advertise your properties for sale or lease. Trevo. Sounds perfect, but uh, I'm on a budget. Don't sweat it. Trevo comes with a free 30-day trial. But register with promotional code REALESTATEGUYS, and your 30-day trial turns into a 60-day trial. After the trial period, get this, Trevo is only $9 a month. Just go online to TREIVO.com. Trevo.com. Hi, this is Kim Kiyosaki. I'm the author of Rich Woman, and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Real Estate Guys radio program. If you like what you hear, you'll love what you see at realestateguystv.com, our television program on uh, real estate investing. We're talking today about uh, one market you might consider investing in, Dallas, Texas, and uh, lots of reasons for that, as we've uh, covered on the show. But uh, as we, as Russ does like to say, uh, do the math, and the math will tell you what to do. And when I say that, I'm quoting him. Uh, but uh, but let's run some numbers here. You know, David, uh, you've talked about how this is a great cash flow market, and uh, I look at the pricing, going wow, uh, and, and having in the benefit of, of radio, we don't have the, the the pictures to show you, but the the houses for 120, 150, 180 thousand dollars are absolutely beautiful uh, on uh, decent sized lots and a lot of brick and a lot of nice finishes. Um, give us uh, give us a case study. You've, you've owned property in Dallas. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about how the numbers work. Yeah, I, I think it's really important to focus on the uh, price point that's slightly below median. And in Dallas, that means about $120,000, $125,000. Um, a particular property that I've owned in Dallas for over a year, I purchased for one twenty five. I did 20% down, which is $25,000. And I have a mortgage for $100,000. And that mortgage costs me $600 a month. And that's principal and interest. And then I pay about $270 a month in uh, property taxes. And as we just talked about, as Hal Hal mentioned, that's about uh, 25 2.6, something like that percent uh, taxes, which is arguably higher than many areas. But but that's just the way it is, right? You're not going to change property taxes. So uh, 260 in property taxes. Yeah, the, the important thing is really your net number. You know, you could look at what your costs are, and some places you can try to get costs down. Unfortunately, uh, taxes are what they are. You can always appeal the valuation of your property and uh, try to convince the property assessor that it's worth less than it really is, and that can get your uh, your your taxes down. Uh, in addition to your mortgage and taxes, you've got insurance, which runs me about sixty dollars a month, and then I have property management, which is ten percent of the rent collected. In this particular case, uh, I've been successful at renting this $125,000 property for $1,250 a month. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. And uh, if I had no expenses, I could pay the house off in 100 months. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's pretty good. But there are those expenses. So uh, at the end of all that, how does it net out for you? Yeah. So after I pay uh, my uh, mortgage, which is, includes about $100 a month of amortization, uh, and I budget in about a 6% vacancy rate, and I pay for professional management, and then I think it's always wise to set aside uh, a few dollars for contingency, because you never know. And I net about 150 to $200 a month of real cash flow. And then I have about $100 a month of amortization, which is part of your cash flow, just going to make your loan smaller. And then in my particular situation, I'm able to claim about another $100 a month of tax benefits uh, on my income tax. 
All right. So, you know, that's a slow and steady. I right? know you're always going to excited over about $150 of cash flow. But first of all, nothing says you have to stop at one property. I know you have more than one. Uh, and, and the second thing is, if you look long term, right, long term, you're going to have part of your portfolio in, in uh, properties that, that cash flow makes a ton of sense just on the cash flow basis. But do you think if you owned that property for 20 or 30 years, oh, I don't know, there might be some point at which the market will get hot and it might go up three, four, five, six. 10% a year. And that's just a bonus. Any any depreciation or appreciation that you make on the property sounds like a bonus. It is. I what my main philosophy is invest the numbers have to make sense now and in the future. And when you're buying a cash flow property, you know certain that it makes sense now and you can also make certain that it makes sense in the future whether the pro- property price goes up or goes down your tenant is paying off the mortgage and so you're going to generate a big profit at sale independently of what happens to the price. Absolutely. And this is one of those kind of properties that you could just keep in your portfolio, let the tenants pay off your mortgage slowly over time. And then before you know it, you have a free and clear asset that changes cash flow a little bit, right? Or maybe there's, you know, you just, your, your personal investment philosophy says, hey, I'll add one of these to my portfolio every year or every other year, you know, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. And when you're looking at a cash flow property, you get a appreciation on the rental income. And your biggest expense on a cash flow property is the mortgage, and that's going to stay the same. When you get a 30-year fixed uh, mortgage, your mortgage stays the same, your rental income goes up, some of your other expenses like taxes and insurance and maintenance might go up as well. But if you keep your mortgage the same and you have inflation on the rent, then you are starting to look at cash on cash returns to get really exciting after just a couple years. Now, another interesting thing about a market this big, and, and it's more than we can cover, obviously, in our show, is that there's lots of parts of Dallas. Right, and there's there's cities that are, are adjacent and around Dallas. The greater you know Dallas Fort Worth area is a large uh, metropolitan statistical area, and there's lots of nuances in there. And I'll tell you, having been through a lot of those areas, there are some absolutely spectacular areas in Dallas. There are some absolutely terrible areas in Dallas, like any big city. But the key is learning how to find the submarket within the market. And what we're really excited about is the fact that the real estate guys are going to be headed to Dallas for a field trip. And and I think uh, this really came from. Uh, you know, are, are getting attracted to the market, having spent time there uh, doing our, our television show, your enthusiasm for the market. But uh, frankly, we're also relying on the fact that you've done a lot of research into not just Dallas as a market, but the submarkets as well. Absolutely. When you look at Dallas, there's rings around the market, and those rings are freeways. And when you look at the cheap real estate that a lot of people sell on the internet, it's the houses that are way out outside of that major transportation corridor. And the reality is people want to live 15 to 30 minutes to their job and all of the amenities. And you get outside of that radius and the values drop rapidly. And you're right on about every city has good markets and bad markets. And I think Dallas is a perfect extreme, that the upper end of Dallas is the nicest neighbor, comparable to anywhere in the world, yep. of the high, high end. And the low end is the same. There are neighborhoods where you absolutely would not want to go in, even in daylight. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you got to understand the market. Now, we're going to do our best to uh, show you that all in about two and a half days. Uh, we're headed to Dallas, Texas uh, in mid-October, and uh, you'll uh, get to spend some time with the real estate guys. Mr. Campbell will be uh, there with us. you also get to meet uh, Hal Thorne, who was on, on the show today. Plus, we've got uh, other guests. We have a great property manager. Uh, talk about in understanding the, the rental market. You want a guy who, that's his mission, is to rent properties and, and, and understands that, and uh, uh, he'll, he'll be uh, joining us as well. Tell 
us about what else we're going to do on this uh, this great field trip to Dallas, David. Yeah, I think one of the greatest things when you go to the market is I like to count for sale signs and for rent signs. I'm driving down the street that I'm interested in, and if there's a flood of uh, sale and for rent, then you know that's a market in turmoil. If yep. And you can't you can kind of manipulate data from an outsider's perspective when you look at an appraiser appraisal and appraisal can. Appraiser can choose, pick and choose different comps, but when you're there and you're walking the street and kicking the dirt, you can really see with your own eyes. You get a chance to see the tenants. You get to see the cars that they drive. You get to see the restaurants that are vibrant, and you, we can say that you walk into a restaurant at midnight and you'll have to wait, but until you've been there, that's a, a whole new experience. Absolutely. So uh, join us if you're interested in coming to Dallas, Texas and getting a, a first-class guided tour to the area. Uh, that's uh, what we've got set up for you. Just go to our website at realestateguysradio.com and uh, click on field trips. And, uh, you know, there's no no substitute for being in the marketplace. I, I just think it's such a ridiculous value. David has over, what, a year and a half or almost two years of, of going to Dallas from whatever point he was an outside interested observer from California to where he chose to get on an airplane, go there, do all the heavy lifting of scoping out the neighborhoods and building relationships, finding guys like Hal, uh, buying property, actually going through a transaction, going through several transactions, property managers, dealing with tenants, learning all of the little nuances of the market to get all of that all wrapped up in a pretty little package in a two and a half day trip that's super efficient. I mean, you're going to take a year and a half or two years of work and condense it into two and a half days, and it isn't going to be the end-all, be-all, but wow, what a jump start to learning that market. Absolutely. So uh, come with us. It's going to be uh, October 16th, 17th, 18th. You can find all the details on our website at realestateguysradio.com. Also, uh, David is the author of uh, Hassle-Free Cashflow Investing. We've gotten uh, hundreds of requests for that report. If you haven't gotten your copy yet, it's easy to do. Uh, You can send an email to cashflow at realestateguysradio.com. Cashflow at realestateguysradio.com, and you'll get this uh, report that David authored. Uh, And uh, David, as always, thanks for uh, spending uh, time on the show with us. It's a joy to be here. All right, and he'll be on the field trip as well. And uh, thanks to uh, Bob, the godfather, uh, Russ, our co-host, Chathan, our engineer, Matthew Pierce, our executive producer, all of our fine sponsors who make our show possible, and to you, our listener. We'll see you next week on the Real Estate Guys radio program. Until then, remember, equity happens. Make sure some happens to you. This airing of The Real Estate Guys was brought to you in part by our sponsors, Global Property Network, referrals to the world and properties to your doorstep. Call GPN at 877-411-4GPN or online at globalpropertynetwork.com. Trivio, extend your Trivio.com trial for 60 days when you use the promotional code Real Estate Guys. Go online to T-R-E-I-V-O.com. Audible.com. Audible.com is the leading provider in spoken word entertainment. Log on to audiblepodcast.com forward slash real estate guys to get a free audiobook download of your choice. You can find out about these and our other valued sponsors on our sponsor page at realestateguysradio.com. And to learn how you can sponsor the program, call Matthew Pierce at 510-521-5100. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on The Real Estate Guys. If you're like me and thousands of others, you know that the Real Estate Guys radio show is a great source for quality content about investing in real estate. But did you know that they also have a book? I just finished reading their book, Equity Happens, and I was blown away by how much I learned. If you're ready to create sustainable wealth through real estate, you need to get Equity Happens. You'll learn, just as I did, about what it takes to prosper in the real estate industry. So don't wait. Make Equity Happen to you. 
Order your copy today at equityhappens.com.